Welcome back to the In and Out podcast. Y'all know who this is. This is your host, Brenta Lamar. Hey, it's good to have y'all back. Uh, I'm excited about this next episode. Uh, this episode features one of my teammates, uh, a friend I met this year, a very, very good dude, very excellent at basketball, too. Um, his name is Mamadou Jaitai, aka Mom. I'm excited just to have him on this podcast to talk about his experiences growing up in in France, uh, Paris to be exact, and kind of the stuff he had to endure during his basketball career and outside basketball. Uh, So I think this is going to be a great episode. I'm excited for y'all to hear this. Uh, So without further ado, Mom Jata, let's get it. Let's get in and out. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Y'all know who this is. This is your host, Brenton Lamar, In and Out Podcast. I'm joined by one of my teammates, good friend. I met him this year, Mom JT. Hi, everybody. Hope everything is fine. Mom JT from France. Hey, shout out to Perry, Perry. You know, uh, it's crazy because this year, man, I feel like this team has grown uh, very close, especially our import players. And you know, I'm just glad I was able to uh, just meet you as a friend, as a as a person, because we have so many good talks. You know, just about life, about basketball, whatever it is. And uh, I think this episode's gonna it's gonna be a real good one. It's gonna be a treat. And and yeah, so uh, but let's let's get right into it. You know, mom, I just wanted to just, uh, just talk to you just about you know early on in your career. You know, you started when you were 17. You know, and uh, I feel like just playing professionally at that young of an age, how was it growing up in France and just playing playing on like a high level since you were 17 and making money when you were 17? What's that like? Mm-hmm. So first of all, thank you very much for giving, for giving me this opportunity of like, you know, it's always good to talk about your past and hopefully it can help some people also to know more about the situation in Europe. As, yeah. a, as a European and also myself to just re- refresh my mind and sometimes you know it's always good to just remember like the, the, the your way and how you how you end up here you know so yeah thank you for the for this opportunity you know and um, uh, at first I need to, to start like uh, to explain you this situation that um, I started basketball very lately uh, as a lot of European you know in Europe the, the number one sport is uh, soccer so, yeah, um, for sure. You a PSG fan? <laughs> exactly. I was. I'm from Paris. Uh, I grown. I'm grown. Um, I was born and raised in Paris. Yeah. So I was always supporting this PSG fan. Hey. I was a PSG fan. Okay, um, okay. And I wanted to be a soccer player, so too, I was playing, practicing. But you know, by 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 twelve, when you realize that you have you having the same size than the coach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like everybody just faster than you, and like you know the ball is on the ground, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting low. If the the ground is very far from you, so like you start to just thinking about something else, and yeah, that's how you know I start playing basketball. But uh, by this time, I, since I was a uh, so until my twelve, I didn't even know who Michael Jordan was. That's to just crazy. make you understand how like I was very far from basketball, Sheesh. I was very far. I just so I didn't. I grew up without knowing what, what was going on about basketball. So yeah. all this coming very quick, 
uh, started very quickly for me and uh, I had the chances to be uh, coached by the right persons and a um, good person you know from the beginning I think a lot of success uh, behind a lot of success of course that you have to be proud of yourself but you also have to be um, you know thankful and grateful to the people that was behind you and sometimes sure. we we, we cannot forget those two, you know, and uh, I think this is very important and like basically for me everything went very good um, quickly I become I was part of the the best people in my generation in France and that's how you know I ended up at 17 years old yeah. being a professional so I was playing in second division in the team named Boulogne-sur-Mer and uh, you know this is very special because you're looking all the all the teams, all your teammates, and now you're playing with some grown men. You're having oh, man. your first. You're having your first money. Yeah, yeah. And like, so you feeling like nothing can happen to you. you yeah, like you're, you're the, the king, huh? Like, I got some bread in my pocket, and <laughs> I'm can, good. Exactly. So this is this is a very special time. At yeah. the same time, you that's uh, that's that time goes very fast. Also, yeah. at the same time, you don't realize it, and I was just. Uh, a kid that has no not a lot not a lot of things in my in my conscious actually yeah and you know the first salaries is was is all gone by like you know only yeah. some some clothes and some web playstation tv some so that's what you bought with your first purchase that's purchase. how that's how that, that's how i did honestly to be honest like the, the, this first i give like first half to my to my parents and my mother like, hey, man, this first half cool. was something that uh, was a big symbol for me um, yeah I give this first half, and then I just spend the whole half. Uh, so, awesome, so awesome, crazy. After, after the fifteen of the <laughs> middle of the month, I was already I was broke already. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel it, bro. So, I feel it. That was very funny, you know. Yeah. I would never forget this, and you know, I think the you have to go by this kind of moment to just understand also that you know you're becoming responsible. Yeah. And like you having all this, I was used also to like you know uh playing being in some academy with some people always behind you to know what you do know what you need to do yeah. when to do what program you're going to just follow and i just jumped in in something that okay we're going to tell you what time is practice besides this you have to organize yourself and be pro by yourself yeah and this is a big jump as a as as a basketball players player but also as a man because now you're becoming responsible of you and what you're doing and um to me, it helped me growing a lot, you know, instead of not only about basketball-wise, but as a man. And, uh, yeah. and I feel like as a people that being uh, having this respons responsibility so early, that's uh, something that we need to use. And that's a blessing to just be able to just be responsible so so early, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, basketball-wise, it, uh, it was very special. You know? it was yeah. very special. So, so if y'all don't know, also, mom... I would say, see, I don't, I don't, I don't know um, a lot of Americans. We don't go by, you know, meters like two point, you know, yeah, it's, it's, whatever. I'm so I'm assume like he's like six, six nine, six ten, almost seven feet. So when y'all, when y'all, you know, when he explained the story about playing soccer, imagine when he's 12, 13 years old trying to play soccer. He's too big to already be doing all that I'm stuff. Six eleven right now. It's six eleven. Two fifty. Yeah, he's a big guy, you know. <laughs> Um, but man, that's kind of crazy. You know, I feel like, uh, you know, as most young kids, you know, we, we dream about playing professionally and you achieve that at such a young age. And that's a, you know, kudos to you as a person and, and your, 
you know, skill and how fast you were able to learn to be, to be good, you know? So, uh, so transitioning, you know, just kind of like outside of, you know, just high school time and uh, you 17, you're growing up and now you're playing professionally against grown men. How was that adjusting to, you know, playing against grown men at the time, you know, and just learning basketball so quickly, you know? So how was that for you? So for me, it was uh, I, f- I feel like I had um, I had I had the blessing also to be in this some situation that like the coaches was um, wasn't scared to yeah. to put me on the court because this is nice. also the reality of European basketball that um, the only thing that matter that's winning yeah. the only thing that people wants is uh, uh, the results and by this also meaning that. The coaches are not willing to just taking this risk of making young guys plays because of they don't have this uh, experience. And mm-hmm. um, my coach wasn't wasn't uh, did not have this philosophy. Take a risk for me and give me a lot of minutes at seventeen. And um, uh, I give him back the the best way possible because um, this year I just finished. Um, I finished uh, by being MVP of the. Of the of the of the season in uh, in second division in France. Yeah. So, um, but it's very funny because uh, my first games, I was very like nervous. Uh, yeah. Playing against. I mean, we all we, we I all are. Very stressful, you know, and like <laughs> I, I still remember like it's like it was yesterday, you know. But uh, you know, I think this nervousness and this anxious give me that 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 power and strength to just give give it all, you know, when I was yeah. on the court. And uh, it, it gave me a lot of opportunity. Then that's how you know I start to get some uh, NBA scouting, some yeah. some NBA drums, dreams just came just yeah. came by this time. And uh, that was an amazing year for me. For me, but I, maybe I wasn't enough. Um, I, I wasn't enough realizing what was happening by this time. But uh, I had some games with like. 20, 25 scouts was coming like just to me, like all the way to Boulogne, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I had I had like you know like some 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 meeting with people. Yeah, like, talk your people talk were your, just talking about talk like talk. NBA. So like every like yeah. every weeks, I was uh, some people talking me about NBA, NBA, NBA. Yeah, yeah. And um, by the time I realized, I think I wasn't enough uh, mature and conscious. That what was going on by this time, and I yeah. was just playing. Yeah, yeah. I was doing good on the court, but uh, I don't think I was um, I having this. Um, I, I wasn't taking this so much seriously, you know. Yeah. And uh, I had this this uh, chance to make this uh, the Hope Summit. I made this uh, the, 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 the one Hope in uh, Portland, right? The one in Portland, exactly. Okay. Like I had. Okay. Um, so I was playing with some big players. Like my yeah. the the one I made was. Um, uh, Andrew Wiggins was on this team. Okay, shout out to uh, Andrew. Joel Embiid was in this team. Okay, okay. Carl Anthony Towns on my team. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Schroeder. How did you compete, yeah. you know, like, how did you compete against them, like, at exactly. a young age? So that's how, I'm, uh, that's how you're going to realize how, like, I just, it gives me a lot of regrets at the same time. Yeah. But at the same time, I just want to take the best of it because yeah. you cannot go back from it. True. So it's now it's past. But uh, just... It sometimes it's kind of hurt sometimes to be honest, but what happened is like after this week, so by this time Towns and NBA was playing only the five, like yeah. so the 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 three people that was on, at the five position for the night cup summit in my team was Towns, Embiid, and me. So after the week, we had a complete week, 
and uh, I didn't know who was who. So when I came, I wasn't even impressed by nobody because I, I didn't pay. I wasn't paying attention of who was who. Yeah. And uh, I came as like uh, just I'm gonna just do my best, you know. So when I came, they they told me that I was the in among them those three among among us three, I was the one that made it, that made the the best week of session, and I was the one that was the most consistent on the every day. So how it happened is that just I was the one on the starting five. Mm. So like. When yeah, you game, were the chosen one. I was, I was the starting big man. Yeah, and those two was like in the bench by this time, and yeah. I just start, I start the game, and like I had a lot of fun in in front. Who was the big man in front? Of me? Uh, the, the 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 US team was, I was Julius Randle. Julius Randle. Yeah, he was playing at the he, five. He still do that little uh, bulldog move. Exactly. He still did that. Exactly. Go to like his he left. was trying to play oh, fast man. and like he almost knocked <laughs> on me though, but uh, he uh, missed. I got lucky. He missed. <laughs> I, I didn't even block him. He missed that one. But I, I remember oh, this too. You know, like when somebody trying to dunk on you and you just heard people being like, "Ooh, Ooh you don't know yeah, if you the ball went." You, you turn so, around like, "Hold on, <laughs> you don't know." <laughs> so I asked to everybody. I was like, "Did the double come in?" Uh, everybody told me no. So I was. Like, oh, it's okay, it's yeah. okay. So, you know, so I made this, and I was projected like very high because of the 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 fact that like I was able to being efficient and productive so young against some grown men. Yeah, that gave me a lot of credits, a lot of like projection yeah. in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what happened is uh, during all this process, I was telling to the teams that like I had a lot of teams that was. Um, Trying to draft me to the first round, mm -hmm. but get get me for like drafting stash, like. Okay. And what what happened is like my agent and I we, that was probably a mistake. We took the, this this decision of um, don't accept like the drafting stash. Drafting stash like m my position was like okay, if I get draft, you want to play. I want to. I want even. I, no, I was like okay. I'm, maybe I'm not ready because I'm yeah. young. I'm. I need to get stronger, more ready. Yeah. But I want to get close from the NBA, so I want to stay around those guys. Yeah. I want to practice with those guys, and I want to feel this atmosphere of the NBA. So I yeah, don't want to yeah. go away from from NBA. So you, I want to be in the roster, even if I don't play. So yeah. that's how it, I was thinking. To me, it was making sense because I didn't understand by this time the, the whole business that was behind, and yeah. it's way more complicated than this at the same yeah, time, yeah. and like. Uh, Basically, I just uh, I, I I took out my name after this year. Wow, you but took was, out your name, and I was projected like first round by this time. Oh, so because of I didn't want this drafting stash, I took out my name. Then I signed in um, Nanterre, which is okay. then first division. First division, France. And I played three years there. Yeah. So and how was that experience playing yeah. in uh, Nanterre Pro A? And, and exactly. So like, how was now, that? Now that. I, it was completely different because I came in the year before, the 17, in Pro B. I was supposed to be the backup uh, five yeah. men. Yeah, yeah. But I, the team was doing so good that I becoming like the starting big man, and I becoming MVP of the league. So, and nobody was expecting me. So yeah. that was a big surprise for everybody. You talking about Pro A? No, no, Pro B. Okay, okay. But what happened then is like when I came to Pro A. Yeah. So now all the A's was on me. Everybody yeah, was just waiting for me. So like it was a very different situation. Yeah. And uh, I was struggling the first year because of this. Yeah, you yeah. know, I was I was expecting a little bit 
myself mentally that okay i'm gonna do it i'm gonna just yeah. gonna do it yeah and you know when things are not going the way you you're trying to force then you're trying to doubt yeah 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 and yeah. now it's difficult because the the real life it's not like movies you know like on movies you always like what, what i'm trying to explain is like in real life the coach is trying to win because there is a money situation behind and we don't have time to just try to figure out what's going yeah. on in in overseas in europe like you they trying to get the best out of you if they cannot they're going to try to get somebody else yeah. they don't have time to just you know find a way and maybe by this time i needed something and i was trying to to need to look for something from outside instead, yeah. instead of looking something inside me and now I, I just spent like a, a year like struggling so i didn't even yeah. try the mba again because as a european you can drop your name and you can uh go do again. It again wow yeah, i didn't know that's that it. you can do doing this as european so uh i played then the uh, second season in Nanterre, which was way better actually this That's time better. That's i good. finished the year and now that was my real draft again start again yeah and same problem so i had three different uh picks in, in first round so yeah. i had like by this year by this year was the year that was um, milwaukee had a uh, 15 or 16 yeah but the the, the roster was full yeah. So they they was looking for somebody to just drop a stash. Uh-huh. Uh, I had San Antonio that had the 29th uh, pick. Uh, I had like Detroit that had the 35th, but like they wanted to give me like yeah. a, a contract, you know. Yeah. And uh, for example, I was telling them to like, uh, if you guys take me, I want to be part of the team. And all the team was telling me that we think you have potential. We think you can do something in NBA, but we want you to get first to like big, big clubs, like even EuroLeague, yeah. to just do good and we're going to take whenever we have time, whenever we feel. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you have a lot of uh, teams that you feel like they want you, yeah. you uh, and my agent and, and I was thinking that like, okay, all we need is just one. So even if all they're all saying this, one gonna just be, be like say sure. yes and yeah, we yeah, take. Sure. so and that was a big mistake that we made yeah. by this year so like i just spent my i was just sitting yeah sitting like for the like let me tell you this they left before this like so I, I i was on a room like this with all the organization of milwaukee kid was the coach is he still the coach jason kid yeah. no he's not the coach no more yeah just so yeah so like jason kid was here the 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 gm was here the basketball operation it was here like all the stuff was sitting in front of me like this yeah and they had the 15 pick of the of the draft you can imagine like how big was it and they was asking me like so you don't want to be drafted stashed by us i was like no with no like wow i was i didn't re- realize by this time how how big it was and also yeah. how much money was too because we got to talk yes, also about this, this money the money, the money right? situation let's so, not let's not pass up on that that's, that's huge that's, that's amazing is that lot no that's right outside the lottery yeah so like what happened is uh i went to the draft i was i was to the to the what's the name of this gym uh, so, uh, step Combi- uh, uh the draft night where is it uh it's in um where is it i think new york yeah that's in new york but i forgot the name of the, the brooklyn nets or something like that no that's stable center is la oh uh, yeah no no so it's it's uh the nets there was the name of the i don't okay remember. so it was in new york so i was sitting on on, on yeah. the stadium uh, on the on the on the ground okay and i was just 
that was one of the longest nights in my life. Yeah. I was just hearing the names. Yeah. The names. And that hurt. The names. And I was just sitting and dressed with my lady, with my agent, and I was just sitting and uh, yeah, like you might maybe you gonna remember this. That's when they took for the sixties pick, for the last pick they took a uh, this big Indian. Oh, uh, you a big yeah, big, yeah, big Indian. Indian, yeah, yeah. And you know what is funny is that I was sitting just beside him. Really. <laughs> <laughs> So I spent my whole night just yeah. like sitting, sitting, and you know, I was on the ground. I was on the so I was yeah. on the um, how you call the 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 the, the, the on the, the on bench the, on the bench of the of the so and the, those kids was trying to get some autographs. Yeah, and like all this. Like, I, I ain't trying to hear. I was feeling so I bad. I trying yeah, to hear like, all that so stuff. It was asking who who you are, like which I can yeah. understand. I'm not even from uh, from US or so like yeah. And I was just sitting like this and like. That night was just so sad that like yeah I finished like this like undrafted and like yeah. I just finished uh, by my way back stopping to the first McDonald's yeah and I just took a Big Mac you and then I went to sleep you took I a Big Mac and went to sleep Big Mac and went to sleep did it make you feel better that's how honestly the Big Mac didn't make you feel better <laughs> no, I'm I was trying to find all these yeah. positive on that Big Mac yeah, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. <laughs> no so I was that was very hard night this time was uh, just yeah. amazing i was thinking about it you know you think that everything is is, is failing like you feel yeah. like almost you your you, life is like what did i do your ego your ego is yeah, hurt yeah, you, everything yeah. is hurt like you, you know nah, and you. like so sometimes it's hurt you know this I, I was very close from like you know at least having this first uh, uh first round contract nba and i just i just missed it you know the yeah. the the only thing that saved me that I had the the lucky uh, I was very lucky to make this um, the national team with the with the A team in France yeah. the this summer so like yeah, yeah, so yeah. when I was when I didn't get drafted I went back to France sorry and I and I was a part of this um, and that's the one we talked about off exactly. camera with uh, when you guys played Spain and exactly. Pogba so, so dropped forty so I was around yeah, all yeah, these yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, French uh, superstars and like. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to uh, Tony Parker and, uh, and uh, Nicolas Batu, yeah, all of them. Uh, Evan Fournier. But so. I want, I want to, I want to, you know, just rewind real mm -hmm. quick and talk, kind of about the mental aspect of that. You know, like we all deal with like kind of certain regrets and things, you know, that didn't go our way. And um, you know, how did you overcome kind of that feeling and and gain confidence? Because you know, you know how it is in Europe. Mm -hmm. You know, Europe is very. Uh, I would say cutthroat. I mean, at times it could be. It depends mm -hmm. what you know, what team or what level you're at or whatever. But it's a lot of mental aspect going into this. You know, like you told me when you first started your first year playing pro A was tough. Mm -hmm. How were you able to kind of bounce back? And how did you overcome all these kind of setbacks in your life to, you know, get to this point now? You know, you're you're playing in Turkey. To me, most one probably one of the most dominant big men in the league my opinion you know so how did you how how did you kind of you know channel that energy to to bounce back uh i went i went through a lot of situation uh, to try to bounce back honestly and uh, i didn't succeed to make it right away to yeah. be honest also but i always had this uh, this willingness of trying to don't stay on this failure you know yeah. So uh, it made me go by a lot of different ways and 
try different things, you know. First of all, f the, the first thing was looking me myself in, the, in front of a mirror, mm -hmm. you know, because when things is going bad, not only about basketball-wise, even in the life, with your girlfriend, with your wife, with, yeah. uh, with your daughter, with your dad, like, y you can always find uh, some reasons that may be some good reasons, but in general, people, they forget to just look themselves first mm -hmm. instead of, you know, taking the first, blaming themselves first. And like, for me, what was very hard, and I think it makes me feel also good, is like looking myself and stepping back on myself. What yeah. what could I do better? What 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 I did wrong? You know. Yeah, yeah. And then, by starting with this, I was trying to just change, uh, to change this. And the the, the mistake I made is that I, I even forget myself by doing this. I was trying yeah. to be somebody else. I was trying to be the, the guy that people want me to be. Yeah. Because I was just trying to just get better. But at the same time, I was, I, I, I lost at the same time my self-confidence. Yeah. And so I, I wasn't in this middle, uh, you know, between like, okay, trying to get better, but don't forget yourself at the same time. I, I was trying to be somebody else and I forget totally myself. So I was doing not good and i was then my game was a lot of up and downs yeah. because i was always paying attention of what should i do what people want me to do what i need to do and I, I, what people needs me to do and i forget even myself how to do and um that's how now you can you can see me like as a french guy we're having a french league but yeah. i'm playing out of france and this is it, it the reason the main reason is coming because of this situation that um for me, leaving France was one of the way that uh, make me in the way of succeed also. Because yeah, for sure. I had nobody that know my past. I had nobody that like, I don't feel like that that much uh, judge because of the past. I'm feeling judged because of when I, what I'm doing. Yeah. I, accept, I accept to be judged also. Yeah, this yeah, this yeah. is a, as a professional of, yeah, basketball. We, everybody we, like, should. Exactly. Be, we know. have to accept it. So like, there's nothing wrong about it. But I'm just I'm feeling that I'm judged because of what I'm doing. Uh, when I was still in my country, because of you know in in France, it's not like in US or like if somebody is about to get drafted, so now it's becoming like all the eyes is on him. So yeah, everything sure. you gonna do is gonna be compared. They gonna compare. Yeah, he do this. He do this. Or oh, look him. Look him. So yeah. it's very difficult atmosphere. You know when things is not going the right way. I'm say. So after this failure, I, I I face this situation a lot. You know trying to just be somebody that will make them happy and having some good comments and people talk good about me. It takes in it, it it takes to me a lot of energy, a lot of situation that like I wasn't playing for myself. Mm -hmm. And honestly, being aware being in another country was the best thing that happened for me. And over here, I just feel like you know I can do what I need to do, still still continue to just grow and improve. And uh, this is one of the key of the success for me, just, you know, like focus on what you can control yeah. and and let what you can control away. And um, I, I realized by myself that maybe I'm not strong enough to do this in my country now, you know. So I accept it. And that's also yeah. one of the reasons that like I was at first left. But then I'm even in better situation right yeah. now, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's all sure. it's all win for me at the yeah, end of the day, you know. Yeah. Everything always works out, you know. It always yeah. works out in our favor. Uh, you touched upon just you basically leaving your country and playing kind of as an import player, 
Or no, yeah, import yeah, player. I'm tripping. And, um, you know, for me, leaving the United States and playing as an import player wherever I go, you know, mm. can you see can you see any differences, like, just as a European leaving to another European or to mm. another? Yeah, well, I mean, mm-hmm. where is, mm-hmm. I don't know if Turkey's Europe, it's is Eurasia. It, it's, Euro, it's Europe. It's Europe, but it's not the Union of Europe. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, just... Can you can you talk to me about how that experience is for you, you know, because you don't see that often, like a lot of domestic guys who play in Europe, like they always stay in their country. You know, do you feel do you feel like you are like a um, a true import or do you feel like how, how is that mentally for you just as a, you know, another European guy playing? Um, it's very specific because uh, we are. I feel myself in between of two things. Like I feel like I'm in between of I'm not a domestic player, yeah. but at the same time I'm not a, a foreigner as yeah. American guys. So it's very specific situation, honestly. That is something that you I cannot really. Um, I don't have a name to say what it is, but the, if I can describe to you honestly, it's like I know how the domestic players are thinking and what relationship they be having between. The coaching, this assistant coaching, the yeah. staff, and what what about this uh, little bit of knowing the club system, the cities, yeah. and uh, now I can also understand how an uh, American, when he's coming in in uh, another country, how he's feeling and how is uh, his link between the coaching, between the, the teammates, between the 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 the, the, the staff how they act in this way, and uh, yeah. this is something that when I was in France as a domestic player. It was a lot of things that like I couldn't understand that like yeah why the Americans is coming and why they I act f- like I f- that I, I, why feel, they... I feel like you don't you don't really care about what is going on around and what yeah. is happening I, that's that's what I was thinking sometimes and and I could never understand it and sometimes I was also thinking about like yeah why is is good he's playing is he's, he's having fun is good why is is complaining and this is a lot of things that like the only way that you can understand this is you being in this situation yeah you, you you can never understand if you don't pass this kind of situation and i think is 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 also true for a lot different situation in life also but the the best way to understand some things is to you experiment those you know and yeah. and now you know i can i feel like i can understand both and uh, for me you know i just enjoy the fact that Playing as a foreigner, as a foreigner, mm-hmm. and at the same time, you know, I'm facing this. Uh, it, it's very hard. Like at the same, we, the I may say the distance. Let's say, for example, Turkey and France is not the same. Is not the same distance than U.S. and Turkey. Yeah. But the changing of culture is the same. It's the same. So like yeah, yeah, the, the same way that you, you guys are feeling like it's not your like, country. Damn, what what yeah. they're doing. <laughs> so I'm I'm feeling exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. So, but at the same time, if you come in Paris or France, you're gonna feel the same also. So, uh, this is this is uh, this this is why also that I, I understand this yeah. is it's not easy, you know, being away, and like you don't know what is going on, you don't really know what's happening, and even when things is going good, sometimes you don't feel good because you're not all all you want is to Just be at home. home and like being around Just your, your people home. and yeah. like being around your families and like i yeah. think this is also a part that is very underestimated is um how hard is it mentally for a foreigner 
to play in a country that is not his country is extremely hard and I think is not is few people that can do this even if right now it's looking it's something that looks normal it is not normal <laughs> it is tough and, it is know, tough we, as, a, as, a, as a sport if, as, a, as a sport people that are making good money we don't you know it's not always looking nice to just complain about yeah. situation but we have some good points but we have also some very hard points and like mentally living life yeah. and like family life is is very it's, difficult it's, the situation yeah. and now i know also that like how like americans be like just you know suffering and i know it's not a lot of people that can make this you know. yeah i i tell i tell my friends back home when they ask just about you know how, is it easy and you know they think it's all sweet you know mm -hmm. they think it's easy and it's like nah like leaving your home country to to traveling to just far away to different places you don't even know where and uh like it, it's it's really challenging you know, I, my first year was in france and yeah, yeah, yeah. um you know france is more of a westernized mm -hmm. area so mm -hmm. i mean i feel like it was easier to adjust but it was still mm -hmm. tough you know mm -hmm. i remember my first store i ever went to was ayushan ayushan <laughs> that's it right ayushan yes, yes, i yes. love that hey, they have <laughs> one of the best muffins there ever you know so yeah, but yeah. i was i was just like a just a rookie 22 year old like walking in there didn't understand anything everything is like in french and i just it was different so i mean mm -hmm. now you know as you get older stores are stores you know exactly. no matter where you're at so but i i definitely understand what you're saying exactly. but um you know i just want to uh kind of wrap this up a little bit and and just talk to you just kind of just more about your recent years and um you know You've played in how many countries? So I had Italy, Russia, and okay, uh, and, Italy uh, and and Turkey then. Italy, yeah. Russia, and Turkey. Yes. Um, we talked. You uh, you actually played for um Larry Brown, right? Exactly. In Italy. Exactly. So uh, I mean, how, how was that playing for you know Allen Iverson's coach, AI coach, <laughs> and, and I'm pretty sure he had a big rep, you know, coming from United States and coaching in Italy. So how was that? Oh man, he's a uh... That that guy is special, honestly. Yeah, that's what that I guy heard. Was is very special, you know. And like this is um, that's something that like when when you start um, playing with that dude, at first you have to just fight yourself mentally to don't get impressed too much. Yeah, and like to because it's going it might take out some of your uh, focusness on the court because yeah. he's, you know his past, you know what he has his done. Pedigree. Yeah. So all these just naturally you're gonna respect him naturally you're gonna give him what he deserve you know yeah um the the things that make uh stuff them more complicated was uh he was very old uh by this time yeah and um i think in in his um in his mind he was still thinking that generation where where Europe was very low low level yeah, yeah. compared to US, and uh, I think in his in this new he generation wrong, now huh? <laughs> exactly, and I think in this new generation now, the European uh, American basketball is still yeah. still the best, but European basketball have improved a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. and uh, it's not so easy to just come and don't want to adapt, you yeah, know, yeah. and. He come by a mentality that like he didn't really wanted to adapt hundred uh, percent to the um, to the European basketball and like uh, at the same time was we had also some old uh, 
Italian players too yeah. that also didn't want to adapt. Yeah, yeah. So the the the, the connection was very difficult between yeah. between them too. But to me, he was just one of the goals that made me improve and give me a lot of confidence to myself because yeah. uh, he was um, he was behind me every day. He was making me like walk after practices, pushing, yeah. pushing me before the practices. Uh, didn't want me to chill during the practices, yeah, and yeah. you know. Sometimes I was low. I was I wasn't I wasn't very receptive, yeah. but I just loved it because it made me just a better basketball players. And I think uh, he has this. Uh, it was that way with me because he had this uh, chance and this experience to be like to don't get uh, pushed by the pressure of the club. Yeah, and to know that like okay, I need to do my job as a coach, but I also was he was also able to take a step back and just yeah. look okay. I mean, work with him, with him with this. I mean, do this with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was probably like, li- like, really trying to invest in you. That's, that's because exactly. it did, it doesn't like they're not gonna fire Larry Brown. That's exactly what he you was know? about. So exactly, that's hundred so. percent what he was about. And like, so he was, tr- but he was trying to do what what people does in NBA. Yeah. In Europe. In Europe. And that was the main issue. So he was, yeah. he was exactly because in making Europe, yeah. walk. Y- Europe, it's yeah. it's. You you don't get that time exactly. in the NBA. You get you get time to develop. It's eighty two games. It's you know like every single game matters in Europe. Yeah. You know, so now you're dealing with you know uh, uh, you uh, for for those who don't know, uh, Larry Brown uh, is an ex NBA coach, uh, very 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 high level coach, um, and he coached the seventy sixers. And uh, I'm not sure what else. The Charlotte's. Charlotte Hornets, yes. uh, some other teams, mm-hmm. but he's a he's a great coach. So imagine him coming over and thinking, you know, we're gonna try to keep that same philosophy of just um, you know developing guys. But the time, the way European basketball is, is not is not the same as the United States. So I understand what you're saying with just the exactly the disconnect. So this, is, this is exactly, and that was the biggest problem yeah. that he, yeah. he faced too. And like we didn't have this enough time for this but nobody could pressure him because yeah. that's Larry because Brown he is exactly. hey, shout out to Larry Brown for, for, for doing that man. and like you, that was amazing yeah. because yeah. I, could, I, I I never saw this actually like, <laughs> I, like you know when you know that all these organizations trying to like they want to do something but they cannot they because just, of that's you tired, like yeah. he's just too big for them so yeah, yeah, yeah. that was just crazy and yeah. like uh you know, I would, I'm, I, I will, I will be always be proud of and thankful about what the time that he gave for me. Yeah. He, he had no obligation about it. He could have just, you know, yeah. like I'm Larry Brown, and like you know, he wasn't that like this at all. He was taking time, and yeah. to me, he was uh, one of the best uh, guys that I met about being yeah. a better yeah. basketball player. Yeah, I see. Okay, so um, last question: What was your favorite, like outside of you know France? You can't say your home country. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite like playing uh, year and like where was it like what was your favorite country? Uh, so I'm gonna say uh, Italy because of the the first of all that the the Italian culture is more closer than French culture. So okay. I feel less uh, lost in Italy than in Russia or Turkey. Yeah, like the the even the languages yeah, yeah. I cannot understand at all the Italian but the, we have in the same basis as French so yeah. it, it's it's more like familiar to I must say yeah, than, family uh, oriented exactly so it's, it's, it's better and I was also in, in a big city I was uh, I was in, in Torino which mm. is a, 
which is one of the big cities in in Italy. Yeah, a good city with everything yeah. you know was there. So um, my family could come often also. So uh, the weather was okay. So that was probably the the best year I'm gonna say living life. Then uh, basketball wise. Probably this year is, uh, is, uh, is the best year that I'm, I'm yes, having. Yes, I'm having the I'm having the more fun because of the. Um, I feel that like we're having a team that everybody just you know, on the same page that we yeah. all want to win, but we all also know that like we need each other to win mm-hmm. and like this is I think this is the most uh, fun that you're gonna have when like you everybody's sharing the ball, and you know everybody have a place to eat. Everybody yeah. can eat. Everybody have some food. And the chemistry and like, is really good, exactly, man. Like we get along. We, we just gotta all stay healthy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's that's difficult. The, that's the. That's the <laughs> biggest. That's, that's uh, the only thing that is missing, you know. And like we 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 playing for something real. Uh, you know, we having some real goals that yeah. we need we need to reach. And that's ex- that's expect that's very exciting, you know. Like to to don't play just for play, but playing for like something yeah. real that we realistic we realistically can reach. This is uh this is the best. So I wish I've been in in Torino in Italy with this team. Yeah. It'd be perfect. Uh, it'd be the perfect year, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. I see. Well, do you have anything else you want to add to the pod? No. Any any interesting stories about <laughs> you know anywhere you've been or played or? No, no. It was. Uh, thank you very much for just giving this time. And you yeah, know, it's it's always good. You know, you just right now. I'm uh, I'm just thinking again about what I've done in the past, and you know, I just. Yeah. It gives me a lot of uh, confidence, a lot of uh, willingness to just, you know, we have a game tomorrow, so to yes, a lot uh, of energy again for just coming off tomorrow and just giving it, giving it all every, yeah. again tomorrow. So I'm, I'm very glad. Thank yeah. you very much. Well, I appreciate you for joining the pod, man. Like it means a lot. And like I said, I'm. It's been a it's been an honor just to you know get to know you and, and like be your friend, you know, and just be on the court with you as well because you know you don't meet a lot of like great good people genuine good people here you know so i appreciate you for taking the time and uh you never know we might have a part two you know just just talking about more just basketball oriented stuff and stuff like that so yeah man never know, we never know never but know. i think that's it uh we'll catch y'all on the flip side thanks for tuning in y'all can uh hear this on apple spotify uh stitcher I'll be posting it on Instagram as well. Y'all take care. All right, peace. That was Mom JJ from Paris, baby. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>